House of Grumps production. Hey, hey. Hey, girl. Welcome to the What a Mouthful podcast. I'm your host, Dee. I'm a qualified nutritionist, personal trainer, mindset speaker, and my favorite of all, I'm a mum. Living your best life doesn't have to be a grind, and I'm going to show you how to achieve a healthy mind and body. And if this episode speaks to you, give a sister a five-star review. Welcome, guys. This is What a Mouthful. I am your host, Dee Zavara. Today, I am here with the super duper queen of YouTube. Oh, thank you. Miss <laughs> Sarah Tills, aka Sarah's Day, aka Sarah Stevenson. I know, Sezzy. I know. Sarah Tills still sounds so weird. Okay, look, I have a, a confession before we get into this. I still haven't changed my last name. I've been married for a year. Wow. However, three days ago, I ordered my wedding certificate and I ordered myself a necklace, which says Tils. Progress. <laughs> Progress. Because Kurt gets offended. So I put, I literally like, it was my flex. I was like, Kurt, look at the necklace I bought myself. It says Tils. And he's like, no. Like, no. Change. Well, he was like, yeah, but like change your name. But most people know me as Sarah's day. They think it's my last name, but technically... Technically, I'm Sarah Stevenson, but I should be Sarah Tills, but let's just call me Sarah's Day. <laughs> just there's multiple things there. There's multiple things. Well, as Sarah's Day, let's just, I checked all your stats yesterday because I just wanted to give people an idea of if they don't know you, where are they living? Because they obviously don't have like a TV, a screen of any kind. Um, and I know that like you're not one to pump yourself up, so I'll do that for you. Oh, thank you. Um, this, she is an OG YouTuber. So 1.5 million subscribers on YouTube, 1.2 on Instagram. Um, you have your own podcast. There's a record number of listens on that as well. So you're always like top ranking, like which is super amazing. That is the health code. And we did episodes on the health code daily as well. So you also have a daily one. Like yep. woman, we're going to talk about your productivity hacks very soon because you're like a, a next level kind of human. Um, you have your own cooking app, which is the Sunny app, which obviously I am the nutritionist for. And that is how we came to connect in the first place. Your own activewear uh, collection with White Fox. You're sponsored by Tropica. You've got your own line of natural skincare beauty products with LeBang Body. Um, you're a mum, almost a mum of two, because we're actually pre-recording yeah. this episode. Because <laughs> she gone pop any second now. Well, I'm kind of, how, how cool for me and the ratings of this episode if my water breaks during this I episode. Was, I fully was thinking that. I was like, imagine. Just like hype me up, get me like really excited, let's laugh really hard, and then poof. And then also I feel like you're, you're like the stress will go because you're like, yeah. I, we, we had to get this episode done. Yeah. It was very important. I didn't want to like disturb you when you had a new no. one. Well, that's the thing. I was like, I, I'm trying to smash out everything now, by the way, for the listeners, I'm 39 weeks pregnant, mm. which for your second baby, I'm like, like I'm Any on the second. edge of the cliff. Oh yeah. But honestly, like we'll get, we'll get into the juicy stuff of like productivity and mum life. But can you imagine trying to do like a one hour episode with a fresh newborn? Like sure. They feed every two hours, but like they grunt and they, they, they snort, (laughs) they're loud. So I'm like, let's do this now while he's not my little piggy in my arms. For sure. For sure. And I'm so glad that we can make this happen right now. So, you know, there might be things that happen in the next couple of weeks or or thereabouts that will change the, the, the time frame of this. But I always want to make sure that these are fresh episodes, but I just had to get Cezzy. ASAP. Um, So uh, you've also had like a bit of a health journey as well. So you've had, you know, SPD, SIN3, you've had PCOS, like you're a woman on a mission. And I absolutely love the fact that you've sort of, you've just been so consistent through all of the things that life has thrown at you. Mm. And I do feel like you're very much like me. You're the sort of person who you're not going to like sit around and cry about it. Like, sure, you'll cry because I'll cry for a day. I'll cry for a day. And then I'm like, I have this saying that I say to my sisters as well, and it sounds harsh, but no one cares about you as much as you care about you. It's so true. It's it's like with, ugh. of course, you know, I, I love doctors and my naturopath and, you know, even nutritionists and dietitians. But at the end of the day, you as a client, no one cares about your well-being and your health as much as you care. So that's why I cry for a day. And then I'm like, I need to help myself because I'm going to help myself more consistently than the person I'm paying. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And and I feel like there's a like you have this massive like sense of accountability. Like something happens, something goes wrong. Like you're very you're very much somebody who takes accountability. And I really love that about you. Um and that's just the only way to move forward, right? Yeah. And you want a full life. You yeah. want like, you know, you want a life full of stuff and full of I don't mean stuff as in like physical stuff. I mean like love and adventure and yeah. memories energy and, and, and legacy and yeah. an empire. And we're gonna talk as well about um, you know, 
this amazing empire that you've built. And so let's just start on, like you are a productivity queen. It's it's, I, it's good, but it's also kind of detrimental I, sometimes. I was also thinking like, I really want to preface this with, I don't want to encourage burnout to- in any way, shape totally. or Totally. And we'll, we'll talk about that as well because I've been in so many different phases of productivity where I used to think like back in 2017, I thought productivity was burnout. Mm. I'm like, you're not working hard unless you're breathing through a paper bag. You wake up. <laughs> no, legit. I will tell you my schedule back in that day. And it was... <sighs> the most productive I was. Mm. However, it led to, I lost my period. My PCOS symptoms were at its worst. I didn't sleep. I was profusely sweating all the time. It's like, yeah, I think this is a good podcast to talk about, I guess, my experience of being super productive, but not getting to that point of burnout because it's actually not cool. And we need to stop glamorizing it on social media. Totally. And and it's funny, I was actually just talking to the girls before in the office about, you know, it's about being just outside of your comfort zone. Yes. Not so far outside of your comfort zone because the further you are away from your comfort zone and like, you know, that's sort of like your health zone too kind of as well. Yeah. Um, When you're testing those boundaries, you just want to be on the outside just enough that it's challenging and it's it's helping you to up-level your life and up-level your business and up-level your health, but not so much that it's a stress on you. That your body's in fight or flight. For sure. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. that's not desirable. We know that. Yeah. So in terms of your productivity hacks, yeah. I want three. Three. Only three. What would you give me? At the moment, um, I think they ebb and flow with the different phases of my life. But my first one, I've talked about this a few times, it's to batch. Now, batching is basically when you do the same kind of thing at one time. So for me, and like this is what me and Kurt, honestly, we work very differently. We're both productive in different ways, but I feel like... I feel like I I work smarter, not harder. He works very hard. (laughs) So batching, essentially, it's if you're going to sit down and send invoices, for some people, it comes naturally. And like, oh, of course, if I'm going to send one invoice, I'm going to send all of them. And while I'm at my computer, I'm going to pay my bills. And while I'm at my computer, I'm going to reply to the email that I've been dreading replying to for a week. I will batch things I need to do. For instance, if I need to film a Tropeka reel, I'm not going to set up my camera, set up the lighting, get my Vitamix out, get all of the products out to film one reel. Mm -hmm. Although I only need one reel in the next week, I'm going to batch it all. I'm going to film seven reels, bring it to the office, boom. I have seven weeks of content. And it's something I learned the hard way because I felt like I was always chasing my tail, specifically with content in in a world now that consumes content within minutes, within seconds. Like people are uploading TikToks, multiple TikToks a day. So if you if you want to be in this industry and be coming out with, you know, relevant content daily, you need to batch. Okay, so batch. Love. Number two is set a realistic list. We always hear my productivity hack is write a list, you know, work off a list. And I don't know where I heard this. It, it was another podcast, like a like a mindset um, productivity podcast. And they said, next time you write your list, your to-do list, have a look at how many things are on the list. And I was, the, I was that classic girl who wrote everything I needed to do in the week on that one day's list. I wrote like, oh, okay, grocery shop, clean my house, pay my cleaner, um, film a reel, film a YouTube, send all this content. I would have like 15 things. And at the end of the day, that was more detrimental than it was productive because I would work myself up. I, I would think, oh my gosh, I can't break this down into chunks. So now I'll write three things on my list and it's so therapeutic to tick it off. And then I'll keep adding once I've finished those kind of things. So It's prioritizing and not overloading it and just writing three things down and then adding three more and then adding three more. My third one, now that I will, any time now after this episode when my water breaks, (laughs) be a mom mom of two, but even a mom of one crazy toddler, I, reflecting on 2017, say where I was working, hustling, being boss girl every single day, that was leading me to burn out and resent my job and resent my schedule. And now my my third and final tip would be to schedule my boss girl days. And I think even if you're not a mom, even if you just, you know, you live alone, you're single, you need to have rest days. And I don't just mean rest days from the gym. I mean, rest days for your mind. And 
being creative and being productive and and even having that masculine energy of being your own boss mm, yeah. is really exhausting and for uh, I feel like even on like my female hormones, it's exhausting. Mm. I need to have days where I'm soft. For sure. So it's even, you know, I know that like specifically Tuesdays and Fridays are my hard days. It's like where I have meetings that I don't want to have or it's sending big emails that I've been not wanting to do or having big shoot days. That's like my masculine energy days. Mm. And then Wednesdays is always my mum day and it's like my soft day. I love that so much. Yeah. I, I feel like those three productivity hacks are so valuable because everyone is kind of running the same race. Like if you're in social media, whether it's YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, like whatever it is, like it's like these are so relatable mm. for every single platform. Mm. And I, I love the fact that you said batch as your number one, because this is something I actually learned from you. And it has taken so much stress off my plate. Yeah. Like I love being productive, but I've always been mindful, especially in terms of my health. I've never wanted to sacrifice my health for, you know, for, for any goal yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, so I love that you, you share that. I love realistic lists. A, a friend of mine actually shared that with me recently. And I love that top three you just feel like you can tick that off and it's done and the scheduling as well you know I feel like it reminds me of like a bow and arrow so it's like when the when the arrow when you pull the arrow back that's like all your rest and recovery it's like the further you can pull back that that arrow the further you can shoot it that's exactly right yeah for sure you know that productivity can go so far when you have adequate recovery especially when you time that with your your female cycle and i'll definitely be talking a lot about female cycles in the future because i just feel like your lifestyle can be so conducive to that okay so in terms of like productivity like obviously you get so much done i i i think to myself as well in terms of like when you're achieving things i am curious to know are you like are you a real initiator like do you feel like you are the ideas woman and you're a real initiator and then you like other people to help in the team execute and finish it off yes I've I've even verbalized that exact sentence to my team so the I I said on a vlog of mine on YouTube Sarah's day on YouTube um that I I'm not very open with our work structure and I think it's because I I started my YouTube from such a humble beginning of like living with my parents and I was in uni and I was just trying to heal my acne to now having three companies and helping manage Kurt's company and having full-time staff. I, I have this sense of awkwardness, which I shouldn't, I need to get over it, but, um, I want to, this year, I really want to be more open and honest about our company structure. So in answering that, yes, we have full-time staff now because, I I cannot do it all, but I've said to my staff, my, my passion and I guess what I bring to the team is my creative ideas. Mm. Like if you need an idea, like you're you're the girl, I'm the girl, (laughs) honestly, like for, um, so I still edit some of my vlogs. Like if there's a vlog that I just vibe, I'm like, I'm going to edit it because it's fun for me, but usually Georgia will edit them for me. But if she's brainstorming a fun idea to like help promote body bloom, I'll say, honestly, if you're sitting there for more than five minutes, call me because I have so many ideas. My issue is I have so many ideas. I call myself a magpie. Kurt and I are magpies. And it's like that scat bird in the tree who's like heads moving like right, left, right, left. I have so many ideas that if I can just pour them onto someone and delegate, you do that reel. You edit that. You make that EDM all my ideas can come to life. I, I, I feel like that so much. And I'm so interested to know, I feel like we'll do this like after the episode, what your human design is. Like, I'm not very much someone who I like to label myself after I do like, you know, a quiz. What personality type am I? But I tell you what, with human design. What's I'm, that? What's human okay. design? So it's it's like, it, it is a matter of like when you were born, the timing that you were born. Yeah. But there's four main um, energy types and then one that's like a blend. And I feel like- What are you? Okay, so I'm a projector. Okay. Okay, so a projector means that they constantly are like supervi- supervising, surveilling situations and always looking for the best, most 
uh, efficient way to get things done. Yeah. Like this is me to a T. That's good. That's like, that's the key of productivity, right? Yeah. Well, well, the Work thing smart is, or not harder. Well, the, yeah, and, and I agree. The thing is we burn out the quickest. Yeah. So we need lots of rest and recovery. And that's why I think batching for me is such a great productivity hack. Mm. Cause it's like when I'm feeling my energy, especially when I'm in the second week of my cycle, I'm ovulating. I've got all that amazing energy and my estrogen's rising. Like that is the time for me to do things like this podcast. And, you know, um, even planning a podcast, like, writing down notes and doing background checks on background checks, but like background <laughs> checks on all of the guests that come on. Here. <laughs> but it's like, you know, doing your research on people like, yeah. Okay. Wait. So you're a projector. Yeah. Do you remember the other four? Off yes. The top of yes. Your head? So I, I feel like very strongly and I really, I, I really want to do this. Yeah. Um, I think you're a manifester. So manifestors are very much like they, they think of the ideas. They are the creators of ideas. They are the initiators. Yes. Um, they're, they're like kind of like weakness or not, not weakness, Notes. but yes, yes, yes. Is, um, they're quick to anger. So anger <gasps> and frustration is kind of like your thing. Yes. Like for me, it's exhaustion and sadness. I get sad. I get down. I get exhausted. <laughs> do you know what's so funny? <laughs> that is so me. And Kurt, he tries to be nice. He doesn't call it my anger. He calls it my reactiveness. Oh gosh. And I, so I'm, I'm like, I, Yesterday, okay, I did. Oh, it's gonna boil my blood. Oh, I am such the manifester because I come up with all these creative ideas and I love going above and beyond for brands. And if a brand's not happy or if they, if they like give me feedback about something, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but I, I never get angry at the brand. Like no one's. I just, I call Scarlett and I go, I'm so angry. <laughs> I, like, I like rage on the phone to Scarlett. Um, that is so me. I'm like I so creative it. and like I'm so passionate about, about my idea. And if a brand doesn't like it, I'm like what like, like you're caught like, yeah like, I'm this like this is a great this idea was, okay. no you're wrong like <laughs> this idea is gonna go viral and I'm gonna do it without you and you're gonna go ah oh, damn we should I do that I do that despite brands I go you watch me I'm gonna do this idea for Sunny and you're gonna go ah oh, P.S. I should have done that for my brand. I, I'm, I'm gonna be oh look I'll be so surprised if that is not you honestly I will be yeah, blown away I'm the manifester I love it um, okay. And then in terms of like productivity hacks, I feel like I want to share one that I know you will very much agree with as like your fourth hit me is to be more healthy because oh. the healthier you can be, the more you can be resilient to late nights, early yep. mornings, yep. all that hustle, all that grind, because you're every single day, you're building that insurance, mm-hmm. like physically and mentally building that insurance. Yeah. And do you know what? Even something as simple as wasting time feeling sorry for yourself that you've been let not even letting yourself go but not putting yourself first like right now in my late phase of pregnancy I'm in like this YOLO phase and it's not conducive to anyone or anything and like last night I woke up at midnight I wasn't even hungry I was just like you know what hell yeah hell yeah I'm about to give birth I need energy honestly I'm like manifesting and my water's gonna break so at midnight I woke up and had all this cereal and I had chips and then I spent the hour like feeling sick feeling Mm. sorry for myself being like why did I do that that is not productive okay like when you get into this natural cycle this habitual cycle of eating healthy working out and even just having that positive body image and that positive mindset, you don't have time or you don't need the time to like be sitting there feeling sorry for yourself mm. and like thinking, why did I eat that? Why why didn't I wake up for the gym? If it's, once it becomes your lifestyle, like things just start flowing and going. That's right. And look, you're pregnant. So like, you know, oh, you, yeah. you, Chips get are to, a must. you get to do whatever <laughs> you want. It's like, like when it's your birthday, it's like everyone does what you want to do. Like you just preg- do it's you. It's like pregnancy. It's like it's like the whole time is your birthday that's but right Kurt Kurt G's me up Kurt like says oh my gosh do you know what you should do right now and I'm like thinking oh he's gonna say like vlog this or like he's so work driven mm. but he'll say you should drive to the gelato place and just like YOLO <laughs> and just like get the big see how much gelato you can eat I'm like you know what that's a really great idea like, I love you and I will do that <laughs> I need to change my name to Tills because I love that <laughs> but seriously every night he's like you know you're gonna you can have this baby in a week, so you may as well. Let's go up. Let's go up and get He's three blocks it. of chocolate, and we'll we'll melt it, and we'll dip. You can dip some fruit into it. I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah, let's do that. Like, I love the creative vibes. Yes, Ken. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I want to move into obviously like your intro was like stacked. Like it was a mouthful. Yeah. I want to know. I I 
I've recently been loving Gaia. You know, Gaia, the way I explain Gaia is like, it's like Netflix for spiritual people. Gaia? Gaia. It's called Gaia. And you basically can browse a whole bunch of different like episodes and shows and things like that. Anyway, this one guy, Billy Carson, was talking to, and I can't even remember what the show is. I think it was called Open Mind. Is it like Masterclass, but like the health version? Sort of. Okay. Like very spiritual, very like metaphysical, like okay. energy, high vibration, that kind of thing. Right. And he was talking about an abundance mindset. This is something I very much think that you have. A very abundant mindset like you don't think of things in terms of like lack like you don't ever think oh i gotta get this because you know like you don't have a scarcity mindset and like mm-hmm. my listeners will understand what this is about because mm-hmm. i know you you will follow me from instagram and you know what i'm talking about when i say this um and i feel like with that abundance mindset there is a really big disparity between i think like in society in general between people who have an abundance mindset and then people who are able to to let that translate into like money and Mm -hmm. finance and wealth Mm -hmm. and actually my word for the year is wealth but spelt w-e-l-l-t-h and i want to have this really healthy kind of reshape my relationship to money yep and i want to have this really healthy relationship with it and i think that it translates in terms of like a well wellness mindset Mm -hmm. but about everything Mm -hmm. because i feel like you know with the abundance mindset you can be abundant in all areas but i feel like money is a really tricky one for people to be abundant in Mm -hmm. but I think this is something that you are very inspiring to others in terms of this and I can't wait until you share more about your like boss bay business building the empire all that sort of stuff behind the scenes because yeah I just feel like you have this very positive relationship with money so what I want to ask you is what is your mindset around money I think I I I could go on about this for a long time but like I said I I've always felt really I guess kind of awkward and uncomfortable and even like it's surreal for me to even be sitting here and talking about money because you know I grew up in a really humble household um I you know we weren't overly wealthy but you know I still got to go to dance class and you know my dad worked I I didn't see my dad a whole lot when I was little because he was always at work and my mum worked and um I was even just, and I say this in in a really respectful way, but I was just planning on being a primary teacher, so I could kind of plan out, okay, my my annual salary is going to be this, right? And I had that in my head the whole time, and I I, I feel really grateful of how we were raised. It was never about um, what we could buy; it was about spending time as a family like my dad would work super hard so he could have Saturdays off and take me to dance school and he he would say to me like this is what's important in life is when you have a family is you spend time with them and I was like okay what a legend what a legend and I oh, is his name Colin by yeah, the way yeah Colin so it's my dad stop it is we're meant to be best friends I know right <laughs> you also have the same birthday as Billy <gasps> stop your daughter yeah, Billy yeah. is Dee's daughter yes. oh my god this is wild this is wild anyway sorry continue about your legend father. no but um <laughs> I, I, I even, you know, me and my sisters, we got taught to save up. Like we never, we were never spoiled. Like we had to save up. I remember $30 was like that peak amount in my piggy bank that yeah. was like, I'm rolling in it. I can afford a barbie. Yeah, girl. So yeah, seriously, $30. I was like, let's go to Toys R Us. Let's get lit. <laughs> so I always, I've always loved saving. Um, I've had a really good relationship with money. It's never, it's never been my driving factor. Um, and I guess... I have always said, I wrote it. So I have, I have this one life journal, you know, like a life planner, mm-hmm. yep. this one life planner that is the most pivotal book in my life. It was in 2016 or 2017. And I wrote down all of my life goals. And one of my life goals was to be financially stable enough to buy one coffee a week and one sushi out and not stress about it. Because, you know, I was working at like, I, I started working at 14 and nine months. Mm. I've worked at an Ogalo's chicken shop. I worked at Sports Girl. I've worked at Equip. I've worked at, I have had so many different jobs because I like getting my own money and being independent. And I remember even being, I, I went to a marketing college and all my friends would buy coffee every day. But I was like, no, I'm saving for a car. So I would buy one coffee a week and one sushi roll and I would feel guilty. And I was like, one day, one day I'm going to buy two coffees and I'm not going to feel guilty. So when I reached a point of it was really when I sold my first ebook and it went so much better than anticipated, I was like, I feel so grateful because I always remember that dot point Mm. of saying, I want to buy one roll of sushi and one coffee and not stress about it. So I think I've kind of done myself myself a favor in writing that because I think about it all the time. And I say to Kurt, like, 
with all the even even being able to afford a house in the shire Mm. you know i say like i was never supposed to be this girl you know like i i was supposed to have a salary of this much and all i wanted to do was buy a coffee out and i just feel so grateful and i have no i have no expectation i i I don't i don't want to become that influencer or that Mm. youtuber who feels like i need to have what everyone else has or or I'm entitled. That's the word. Yes. I, I don't want to feel entitled to certain yep. things. Yep. Um, but I'm also, I'm really, really close to my parents and they ground me. Like mm. they humble me. Um, and the thing that has kept me, I think the most humble in terms of money is sharing. And um, my wealth is my family's wealth. So, and I never, like if people follow my Instagram, they'll kind of know things that I've done, but I, I'm not like a David Dobrik who will <laughs> vlog buying my sister a car, buying my this or that. Like I really enjoy being philanthropic with my money and I give to charities. Um, Kurt and I donate to our church. We help our families. So, and I know you're not going to say it. No, I'll say it. (laughs) If you, again, don't follow Sarah. Like, what are you doing with your life? You bought Kurt a boat (laughs) and you bought your dad a very cool, I might add, a car. And the best thing about it was, it was that it was a car and correct me if I'm wrong, but it was a car that you jokingly said when you, you were younger, yeah. dad, I'm going to buy you one of those. It was an yeah. Aston one, right? Yeah. yeah. And I just like, <laughs> it's more expensive than my car. <laughs> I, I, I love that. Like, I mean, of course our parents are like the most amazing people. Like yeah. they've raised us. Like we know what it's like as moms yeah. to raise a human being. Yeah. It ain't easy. Yeah. Um, and it takes up all of your energy and all of your love. Um, but it's so hundred percent worth it. I just love the fact because look, I, I work with a lot of like young people, like a lot of teenagers and things like that. Um, when I do like weekend programs and camps and things like that. And it's all about leadership and, 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 you know, writing down goals, something that you're, you've always been very good at as well. And mm. one thing that drives so many of them, so many people I think in general can relate to this is like, I want to help set up my family. I want to yeah. help, you know, and, and I just, it was such a beautiful thing that like, not a lot of people would know that about you. You literally spent like, not like, I don't know, like a few minutes talking about it, but then I know Kurt was like talking about it. So then you kept talking about it in the day because then you got all these DMs and you saw, yeah. you were like, okay, well, I have to explain myself yeah. now. But I know that you're like so modest and humble that you wouldn't just go, hey guys, everyone, I'm so cool. I bought Kurt a boat and I no. bought my dad, you know, and I, and, I, and I love think, it. Like, I think giving, it, it, it does, it, it, it makes a certain person feel good. But honestly, anyone needs to give it a try, whether it's like a charity that you're mm. passionate about or a family member or a friend just try if you are if you're in a bit of like a point in your life listening right now and you feel a bit unfulfilled and you feel a bit empty and like what is the point of life try to give something and it is it is like out of this world it's like an out of body piece um and it makes you vibe so high because you're doing just as much for you as you are for somebody else yeah like even you know that whole trend where it was like pay for the person in front of you yeah pay it forward oh i so i did that the other day it was like accidental kind of thing because she forgot her wallet and she was getting a coffee and i was like oh it's fine i was like i'll just get you a coffee and it made her whole day i see her around all the time now and she's (laughs) like i owe you a coffee i'm like (laughs) you actually do (laughs) (laughs) no but like it, it made my day like giving back makes your day but I think it's doing it for the right reason and that's why I know I'm doing it for the right reason because I don't want to vlog it and I don't want to capitalize like I don't want to hero it in terms of when we give as a company like if like if Sunny gives back you know for certain charities or you know when I gave for the Bushfire Foundation I think that's a nice stance as a company and setting an example but for me personally as Sarah Stevenson slash Jills I just do it because that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And with that beautiful intention in mind, now we think about, okay, how are people actually building this wealth? You know, how are like influencers or people who just influence, who maybe don't want to, you know, don't really identify themselves as influencers. There is like a way to do it. And there is a recipe that successful people like yourself have used Mm -hmm. and other people myself included, I really want to know the answers to this, mm-hmm. is, you know, I want some clarity and I know a lot of people will agree with me in 
in brand alignments. I yeah. feel like brand alignments is a big part of helping to leverage to grow yeah. and your, your awareness um, for your own business or for your own cause. Um, by yeah, by leveraging other businesses, like what collaborations to do? Yeah, yeah, and and I, the que- the specific questions I have, I would love the answer f- for that too. But like in terms of you know, there's brand partnerships, there's sponsorships, there's collaborations, mm-hmm. there's being an ambassador. Like, what's the difference with all of that? This is the thing. Like, so I started Instagram and YouTube. I think it's nearly nine years ago. So the word influencer was not even a thing. Wow. So what I did back then is very different to what I do now. Mm. Um. My thing is obviously like even people I follow, if you're, if you're a creator and you want to start making this your job and you know, to make it your job, you have to make money. So you have to have some kind of product sponsorship, whatever. Um, what I like, it's kind of my first tip of productivity. It's batching Mm -hmm. and it's having one solid brand. I think as an influencer (laughs) who is, you know, making their income through this, through this, you know, passage, I think having one solid brand sponsorship is not only it it helps grow your brand because then you know your audience knows you're loyal to that brand obviously you need to pick the brand really carefully and think do I agree with their slogan do I agree with their ingredients yes do I actually like the product do I use it every single day because if it's a no you cannot make that a sponsorship for more than a year you know um and do do you reach out to them do you wait for them to reach out to you like what do you think is the best way for people to go about it like it's hard like back in the day I think when I first started my Instagram I'm pretty sure I was reaching out to some people but the funny thing is the the brands like I have been working with Tropeka and White Fox since like 2017 and I think I I think I bought Tropeka's products and I was talking about it and they saw it and they said oh my gosh thank you so much and they sent me some product and I think White Fox I had been buying their stuff anyway. And then they reached out to me saying, hey, we saw you in our skirt. We'd love to send you some clothes. So it started, I I didn't get paid for anything. I just got some product and I was like, oh my goodness. Like it wasn't normal back in the day to get paid for things. Um, But I think think now with a lot of saturation in the market and people building followers and trying to make it their job, I think... Um, reaching out to brands is an awesome thing. Like even us as a brand for Sunny and like the health code and Sarah's day, like I get DMs and emails all the time from up and coming influencers and YouTubers saying, Hey, I'd love to promote XYZ. I'd love to promote Sunny. Um, And you know, you're not going to have every brand turn around and say, yeah, awesome. Here's X amount of money. Do this post. Um, But I really appreciate it. And there's always a time. There's always a time that a brand is looking for a new athlete or a new ambassador or a new fashion influencer there's always a time that they're looking for people so I think being upfront being confident and knowing what you offer that brand I I think emails are an awesome thing yeah. you know so like dream big don't hold yeah. back think oh it's saturated no and, no no yeah. Yeah, yeah don't ever think oh there's so many people who do this yeah but there's only one you that's right you know and they might just like what you have you know like even me there are so many vloggers who have kids and are healthy and make healthy recipes and work out but you know I still have my place in YouTube and so does so do the other girls yeah so I think yeah don't be afraid to reach out to brands but in saying that for your own um authenticity and to to grow even that connection with your audience Mm. seriously only talk about brands you like and and start talking about them before they pay you like I think I have a few friends who have recently become influencers, okay? And they have this entitlement where they say, you know, I might I might be talking about a vitamin B serum. Let's use ASAP B serum, for example. Mm-hmm. I've never been paid by them. I buy, like I order their stuff on Adore Beauty. I pay like 70 bucks for this stupid serum. <laughs> I love it. I talk about it all the time. People automatically think she's, she's sponsored by them. I swear I'm not. I just spend a lot of money there yeah and so my friend who has recently become an influencer she's like how much did they pay you to say that I said nothing like I just really love the product and that's why I'm on Instagram to share things I love and share my day and share my dips of my day yeah and she could not wrap her head around why would you why would you promote them when you had this many followers and you could charge this much like why don't you reach out to them and I'm saying now if you're an influencer who's trying to gain momentum and build um, rapport and build that trust with your community. Do not be money driven. Yeah. Do not be money driven. Talk about things that you love. Yeah. And and if if 
the stars align, that brand is going to see you and say, oh my goodness, like all of my best collaborations have come because I've spoken authentically about it. And they've reached out and said, we'd love to send you this. Or we'd love to work with you on a bigger scale. That's so good. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's transparency. And and to me, regardless of the fact that you're looking at somebody on a screen, you can feel the authenticity through a screen. Yeah. Especially women with gut instincts. And like, you can just feel people's energy. You know, when like you're in like their presence, you can just sense, are they authentic? Are they genuine? For sure. And I know like, I know that there are plenty of people who attack you and are so vicious. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, you're also doing it for you. Like, oh, for sure. Because you're it's a my genuine diary. person. Yeah. 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 You're a genuine person. You're not going to go and, and pretend like you buy this product or no. use this product just because they're a big company and they've approached you. No. It's like, you know what? Actually, I'd rather choose to be 100% genuine so that I can sleep at night. But even these days, like in the most humble way, I influence stuff, like influencer collabs. I don't, that's not my moneymaker anymore, Mm. you know? Like definitely back in 2018, that's what I did. I would do collaborations. I would do fashion hauls and a foodie haul and, you know, talk about my Tropica protein. Like as much as I loved it and I loved those brands, that was my income. But now I've set up Sunny, my healthy cooking app. We have our deal with Spotify for the health code daily. Um, I've got my eBooks. I have my activewear. I've got my YouTube revenue, like, I, I I talk about brands because I love them now. And mm. it's and I feel really grateful that I don't have to be in that hustle of like, what's my like next collaboration? What's my next promotion on Insta stories? Like, yeah, I I'm in a different place now where I've set up different companies and different streams of income. Um, and even getting into producing different podcasts now. I, I've I wanna have more of a relaxed lifestyle and not mm. have the pressure to put my face on camera all the time and be talking about a certain product. So yeah. it's not yeah, that's not my driving factor at all. Which is kind of like how this podcast eventuated. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, because we had such a great time on the health code. Yeah, I just want to do things that yeah. I love. Like yeah. I like I like producing people and I like, just like you said, being that manifester. I have all these ideas, yeah. but I can't execute them by myself. So now I'm like, I would love to produce Dee's podcast and my sister M's podcast and, you know, get back into our big long form health code episodes. It's I'm in a phase now where, yeah, I'm not money driven and I feel grateful that I don't have to be because I'm set up. And now I just do things because I love them and Mm. I make products because I love them. And so all that just, all that great manifesting. Yeah. Now, Sarah, I have a cool story that I've never told you before. What? I don't know if you've ever been to a clairvoyant. Have you been to a clairvoyant? No. Okay. I don't know what you think of them. It doesn't matter because this lady was so on point that I look back now and I'm like, I get the shivers. Stop, give me goosebumps, go. So she said a lot of things about like the recent things that have happened in the world and she was bang on. She's like the Simpsons, like the, you know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) she like, this was like before anyone ever mentioned the pandemic. Like, oh, it's- She like guessed it. I'm not even gonna go into it because I (gasps) do not want to run out of time. But not only did she guess it, she was so confident in everything that was gonna happen that I felt like I had already seen the movie of what was un- like unraveling of life it was so cool anyway she also said to me and at the time i had just finished working for a blonde woman mm-hmm. um and we sort of we sort of parted ways on a not so like it didn't feel so right mm. felt like it was a little bit a little bit toxic and i have no bad blood towards her um just a bit awkward it just it uneasy wasn't, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was not as amicable as i would have liked Anyway, when I sat down with this woman who, ironically, her name was Dee, um, she said to me, she said, there is a blonde woman that's going to come into your life and she's going to help you up level your life. She's going to be there for you in business. You're going to, you're going to work with her. And I, and I was thinking back because I was like, the only woman was that, was that girl. woman. I was like, sure. And no, how could it be her? And now I like look back and I literally only thought of this yesterday to tell you on the podcast. What, where was it? What year was this? Oh, was this like last This would have been four years ago. Oh my gosh. Okay. Four years ago. So yeah. it was like well and truly before any of the, yeah. the stuff happened. Yeah. And I, I literally sat there yesterday for a moment and I was like, oh my God. It's Do you think you. that's me? It's you. Oh my gosh. I'm going 100%. There's nobody else that I like work with or close to no one's as blonde like, as me <laughs> no one's as blonde as you <laughs> are you the blondest girl i know even like even though i'm blonde i i, I still use like brunette emojis i i, I feel like i have an identity you're, you're, crisis you're, you're still brunette in my head it, i know and i see you on instagram Internally, and i'm like you're not yeah, a blonde what's I know, happening I know. whatever i'm just trying to like new hairstyle. no i love it um but i that was you and I, how like, crazy and, and that's why i think like even the first time like we got to like talk to each other when we got to connect like from the moment that we started working together, it's just been like easy and totally. we've, just, we've just been so aligned. And Do I'm- you know what? 
I I think authentic networking is so undervalued. Mm. One thing I hate, I hate doing, um, I hate PR and I hate networking, okay? <laughs> and I don't do it. Yeah. And Kurt like rolls his eyes at me. He's like, bro, you need to network. <laughs> he calls you bro? Like yeah, that. he does. <laughs> and I get mad. He calls me mate. I go, I'm your You're wife. Like, I, I'm your wife. <laughs> I am Mrs. Chelsea. <laughs> Look at my necklace. My necklace. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, authentic networking is so different than PR networking. Yeah, like me and you, we got along. We have the same kind of ethos and morals and and values around health and even business. And that is so much more beneficial than me going to all these events and networking with all these other nutritionists and people in the health and wellness space. I think like being a nice person and being open to authentic networking is how you even accidentally grow your business. It's mm. like that classic saying, don't burn bridges because you don't know who's going to come back into your life or you don't know, you know, the person you threw a spitball at in year five, that's <laughs> going to be your boss in 30 years. And you're going to go, shit, like, sorry about that in year four. No, Can honestly, I still have a job though? Uh, yeah. Things like that have happened to me, not oh, really? the spitball, yeah. but like I've been like, oh yeah. Like, mm. yeah, but I, I think that uh, that is so true in like, we just got along so quickly, so easily that it was just natural to work together in the future. That's right. Yeah. I love it. And I'm, look, I'm so grateful for it. Like there are some people in my life that I think are real, like, yeah, like I say, like up levelers for me. Mm-hmm. And when I'm with them, I feel this like amazing energy and they are high vibe and it makes me high vibe. And I just... And you're definitely one of those people. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Um, now I need to sit down and talk to you more often. I'm just, you're like my cheerleader. Oh, I my, want to be a hype girl. I love that. While you're inflating my head, keep inflating my belly so my water breaks. Sure. Okay. Uh, how many how many minutes do we have? Okay. Just baby, hold on. We've got like five more minutes. No, I'm 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 not feeling anything. Like I'm no contractions or anything. That's okay. It's fine. It'll happen when it happens. I know you know that, but it'll happen when it happens. Okay. So my common question that I'm asking everybody is, what is a health hack? That was a game changer for you. A game changer for me. Oh, I have so many, honestly. Um, What's okay. the first one that came to your mind? Because I feel like that would be the most powerful, impactful. The first one that has come to my mind um, is not cutting carbs. Mm. Because cutting carbs for me was a spiral. Yeah. And it's it wasn't just like, oh, I had no energy. Mm. No, it was, I had no energy. I didn't have any fiber in my diet. So then I was blocked up and I was bloated. Got and issues. because I was bloated, yeah. I thought, oh, I'm intolerant to soy. And then I thought, mm. no, I'm intolerant to stevia. And I'm intolerant to dairy. And it was this ripple effect of just not eating because I, I was trying to shred back in 20, 2017 was a very pivotal year for me <laughs> I keep referencing it but I, w- I wanted to be shredded right I was going through a breakup I I was like I'm just gonna get abs and be the most shredded influencer on Instagram so I cut carbs and it was and I lost my period because yep. I got so lean yep. and losing my period meant I wasn't sleeping so for me it's um being conscious that I'm having you know, my, my complex carbs in every meal. And it honestly has done wonders for me. It's so simple, but having, you know, my sourdough bread in the morning, having some quinoa, having my buckwheat pasta, just having carbs throughout the day and having veggies has literally changed my life. Uh, And it's so important for your hormones and, you know, not only that, but also for your, for your brain, the way your brain functions, your gut health with the gut brain connection as well. You've got that. So it's like, I just think like, you know, I could go into my crazy tips of like superfoods and totally. things like that. But no, we keep it. Like, I love let's simple. Be real. I love simple. Yeah, let's yeah. be real. Like, let's just back it up a bit. You don't need a turmeric latte in the morning and you don't need to have a lemon water every morning. While it's great. Let's just take it back to basics and get back to our protein, carbs and our fats. Eating intuitively, not overeating, not undereating. My other one, which I think is just as important, but it's in that other field of workouts, mm. is genuinely listening to your body and working out in a way that you feel like doing that day. I'm a very like, I'm either a high vibration person in the day or I'm a chiller. Mm. So some days, even though I've planned in my head, I'm going to do heavy booty, I'll wake up and I'm like, all I want to do is go on the reformer. I'll book a Pilates class. And it's only now that I don't feel guilty or I don't judge myself if I skip a workout or if I've mixed it up like you know back in the day everyone had like that bodybuilding split yeah. and they're like I train shoulders on Monday chest <laughs> on Tuesday legs every Thursday I did that and it it became a chore and it became like a checklist yeah and now I'm like 
oh, I was going to go to the gym this morning, but my friend called me and she wants to go for a walk this summer. So we're going to do that and we're going to do some lunges on the way back. Like I just think putting fitting fitness into your lifestyle that's conducive to your hormones Mm. and your mood and your energy levels and your sleep is such a healthy thing for your mindset. For sure. Which is so funny that you literally just stopped on that point because the next thing that we're going to do, and I'm going to get you to help me with it, is to answer this question from Hannah Mm -hmm. in Christchurch, New Zealand. Um, I I did a shout out on my Instagram and I said, guys, what would, like, there's one question that you could ask a personal trainer. I love this. What would it be? And this was her question. And I feel like you've largely just answered it a lot, but let's help her out. So she asked, what's your best advice for a busy mom of two toddlers who desperately wants to exercise again? And you share yours, I'll share mine. Um, but I feel like I, I resonate a lot with what you just said. Okay. I can only imagine what it's going to be like when I have two. I but I guess like going to be you. I have a few. Okay. I have a few. It is to embrace home workouts. Now, before I say this, I can feel people rolling their eyes saying, bitch, you have a gym in your garage. <laughs> because since the pandemic, we, we transformed sure. our garage. Yeah. But Sometimes I will even just do it in the lounge room because if Fox is having fun in the lounge room, you don't want to move him. Uh, well, I can't move. I can't go to the gym because he's gonna have a tantrum and whatever. Totally. It is. I remember watching mums work out slider workouts in their kitchen, thinking as if you do that, as if that's your workout. <laughs> I'm telling you, as a mum, that's my workout. Yeah. I promise. Like I used to be that girl who thinks that you only get a good workout in in the gym. It is so not true. Mm. The burn you get from going in your kitchen, getting two face towels and doing a slider workout with cocoa melon in the background. (laughs) I swear (laughs) it it is just doing your best every single day. Um, And on top of that, a separate kind of tip, which I really struggled with when Fox was little, is if you do have the opportunity for someone to mind your babies Mm. for an hour do not feel guilty. I had the biggest mum guilt. I remember, you know, booking him for a class thinking my breastfed baby is like probably crying and my mum's holding him and I felt so guilty. You like play out this like terrible yes. movie. That's and then you get home and he's like asleep and your mum's like eating all your food and she's having the best time in your house. I've told myself this time, I'm like, if someone offers to take your kids for an hour so you can go to a Pilates mm. class, do it. Accept that. Do help. not feel guilty because you're your best mum. You're your best version of you when you have at least an hour to yourself to fill up your own cup. So there's two. It's when life is hard, do your best. Do a slider workout in the kitchen yeah. or accept the help. Fully embrace it. Don't feel bad. Smash it out of the gym. Come home. Sweaty, healthy, <laughs> fit mum. Yeah, the girls. Yeah, the girls. <laughs> and mine would be to do what you enjoy because to be honest this question sounds like she desperately it sounds like she wants to want to exercise again yes sounds like she's like i'm so busy i'm so tired i can't be bothered but i know it's good for me yeah and so i think you've just got to find something that you like because something is better than nothing and And you want to wake up and be excited to go for sure and i think that ebbs and flows with life like I'm sure you have experienced the same, like sometimes in your life you love intense, you know, circuit training where it's like running a block run, coming back and doing, you know, squats and lunch jumps. And then other times in your life, it's doing Pilates at home. And then other times it's going for a really long 10 kilometer walk. That's right. You know, it's, it's so normal for it to ebb and flow with your life. And to just accept that that's what's happening as well. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. Like yeah. thinking, oh, this expectation. I used to train like yeah, this. Why am I like yeah, this it's now? Because like, you're not like that. You're actually a different person. You're not 21 anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. like you are a mother with what's, two children. What's your favorite workout style at the moment? Definitely weights, hypertrophy. Only because there's so much variety in my life and I need consistency. Yeah. And I know, especially for PCOS girls, the best kind of exercise they can do is just go to the gym, just focus on weight training, just go go around and just use every single machine if you need. Do you train alone with just music on? I do. I wish I could train with others, but honestly, it is like I drag myself to the gym sometimes, yeah. but I know I always feel better for it. Yeah. I know it's doing so much for me in terms of like my return on investment. Yeah. With just 45 minutes, yeah. I will get so much back. I will get more energy. I will feel better. I will change my shape. I will like have all those endorphins. Mm. Like for me, like doing a a sweaty bike session kind of thing is only good if I want to watch something. Like I just recently, and I don't want to like go too far into this, but I just 
binged. Like I'm talking like I will not watch TV, like no TV in my house. I will not watch TV yeah, for I'm, like a year. I'm the same. And, and then, then I pick one. Me too. Like, what is it? What is it? Selling Sunset. I couldn't get into it. Oh my God. I loved it. I know. I'm, I'm the anomaly. I'm the anomaly. Oh. I'm the only one who doesn't like it. I don't know why. I, I, I loved, I actually like loved it. Cause I was like, I love knowing how other people live yeah. and like the house vibes for other people. So yeah. I'm like, oh, inspo. Yeah, I do love house vibes, but isn't it fake? Isn't it like... Oh, it's so fake. I know, and it it's annoys so me. It's so fake. It's so fake. But like you kind of like, once you get past that, it's, oh, yeah. it's so fake. Okay, I-, I need to start it again. Yeah. every all the White Fox girls are like, yeah. oh my God, Sarah's selling sunsets. I'm like, I can't relate. I know. I need to. No, need no, to. it is 100% fake and it's so catty. And I honestly, I watch it and I'm like, I'm so grateful my life is not like this. But that's what you do on like the spin bike or something? Yeah, yeah. So like I'll just watch things or like say I'm doing a course. Like when I did my muscle nerds course, like I just sat there and I literally just yeah. like, I just watched every single like lecture. Like I was like studying and training and yeah. I'm like, girl. Yeah. I also, I also awesome. think for Hannah, um, again, this comes down to if your gym has a crate or not but True. a gym close to me it has like a mums and bubs class where it's not really for toddlers going to be honest the toddler is in the crate but the babies can be in the pram mm. and it's a really awesome class most gyms have a class like this where it's all the mums come together and you all laugh about your prolapse <laughs> and how you're going to wet your pants and you do squats and you cheer each other on and you laugh about the milk stain and how you're leaking your nipples are leaking and I plan on doing that for when I'm you know whatever eight weeks postpartum with this baby I'm going to go to mums and bubs so that the mums can you know yeah, cheer they, each other yeah, on yeah they know what's going they know that yeah. my boobs are about to explode with milk and, and, and it just you know and you have a little release of a giggle of like yeah. life has been really shit yeah. lately but it's just you just have I that like that moment, community feel sure. especially when I get back into training um you have to be really humble and really easy on your body because since I've had SPD symphysis pubis dysfunction mm-hmm. I haven't done a single leg exercise any lunge or anything for um like over 20 weeks over 20 weeks so for me just doing a walking lunge with no weight my knees are going to buckle in just like they did with fox yeah oh you'll get there exactly and we'll follow the journey i'm sure on youtube and where else would you like people if they just loved you loved this resonate with you (laughs) on instagram i'm sarah's underscore day on youtube it's just sarah's day um our podcast with my husband kurt tills which i'm also tills (laughs) is the health code and is that all and then our healthy cooking app which d is the amazing nutritionist for is sunny app s-u-n-e-e and that is on the apple app store and google play store amazing well it has been an absolute pleasure um i've loved having you on so much i love these chats i hope people get a lot out of it and and especially if they did guys please if you know anybody who is a boss mom having a side hustle um trying to just get more productive in their life or just feeling a bit down and want a little bit of motivation please share this episode with them i feel like they would get so much out of it amen i could sit here and talk to you forever i want to go and do that can we that personality (laughs) challenge now and confirm if i'm a manifester amazing amazing all right well thank you so much for coming on what a mouthful with me and guys i will see you next week if anything in this episode sparked a question for you, please reach out to me on Instagram at DZabara. You're a legend and legends leave five-star reviews. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Catch you next time on What a Mouthful. <laughs>